You're in tune to the Fusebox Radio Broadcast. Uh, turn the music up inside my session. These folks gotta hear my message. Bringing balanced black radio to the masses. Socialistic and eccentric Bodies healthy, mind is wealthy Plus they flow that will propel me To be a native, get creative Original and designative Listen to the line that's playing Listen hard to what Q's saying Politicians are magicians Make your vote, they hope they're wishing Ambiguous words, senseless verbs They all amount to crap that's heard Violent hip-hop, money flip-flops Promoters won't book, but it still rocks I'm a Zulu, yes a true blue Red alert is with the poo-poo Ozone layer, loses flavor Here's the edge that you will savor Banana, I ain't a primate, ain't no soul glow, just an afro. The head is bred to let the thoughts grow. Quest together to lands of never. Sleep in snow and storms can't sever. Tribe is growing, never knowing. For this time, six next me showing. Dialogues have been accepted, negatives have been rejected. Blasting music, Negro music is here for all, so you must choose it. Horny's fondle, watch it throttle. Three, six, five, straight out the bottle. Bussing caps, finger snaps. I prefer the second for ghetto traps. Wife Jerobi, Ali told me, get the force like Juan Kenobi. Force is teaching, beats are screeching. Poly plateaus, we aim for reaching. Tribalization, freaks the nation. A mass of peers in celebration. Hope's been real high since the knee high. Days of youth, feeling good and real spry. Avid combos, hear those bongos? Boom, kakaboom, that's how they go. We ain't nomads, but we real glad. Hip hop slams through the 90s, no fat. As a rhythm, have been given. Hurry up, become we breaking out. Out. The rhythmic instinction to be able to travel beyond existing forces of life. Basically, that's tribal. And if you want to get the rhythm, then you have to join a tribe. Word. Peace.
All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide Fusebox radio broadcast, bringing the balance back to black radio since 1998, whether it's on your FM dial, internet radio station, or favorite podcast service of choice. This is DJ Fusion, and y'all know we have been on a tear with a lot of interviews related to politics here in the States as of late, especially due to our upcoming election cycle for the presidency and various parts of Congress and other offices throughout all of our country. And for those folks who even pay basic attention to stuff here, whether it's um, people who are right here in the States or internationally, y'all know our presidential election cycle right now is a zoo. It's crazy. It's nuts. Even for our every four years, we go through something. And we have some serious issues going on that need to be resolved regardless of who goes ahead and gets into office. And one of the things that's going on right now as we are recording is Democracy Spring. And I'm sure a lot of folks on Twitter and other social networks have been seeing the effects of that in our home area here at the D.C. Metro. And Democracy Spring um, programming is going to end shortly, but we're going to be getting right into Democracy Awakening this weekend, which has a whole lot of organizations down to just actually make our democracy a real democracy, not just something that a whole bunch of rich people pay for and what have you for their own decisions and choices. And we got very lucky to be able to interview one of the organizers here of Democracy Awakening, which is Ms. Rachel Rye Butler. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thank you for being on board with us. Now, how did Democracy Awakening come about? That is a great question. And I think the best answer that I can give is that across the country, across the land, across organizations, across individuals, it is, it is not a surprise that our democracy right now is not working for the people. As you just said it, the democracy is not working for the people. It is working. It's bought and paid for by the 1%, by the corporations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, across the country, across movements, across issues, folks are realizing that we actually need a democracy that works for the people if we're ever going to make any progress on issues that the people care about, whether it is workers' rights, whether that is climate change and environmental justice, whether that is civil rights and social justice issues. So the idea for the Democracy Awakening really came from this place that we need a democracy that works for the people. And regardless of you know whether you're an activist, whether it's the first time that you participated in politics, whether you follow closely, whether this is you know your first presidential election, um, that we we need a democracy that works for us, and there's no better time to make that happen than right now. No doubt, that is definitely true. And one of the things that is funny when we talk about a democracy, and I'm sure people have been seeing it throughout this entire you know cycle with the caucuses and all that, it's not really that one person, one vote really counts on the big macro level, even though it does more mm-hmm. so within the um, states and whatnot. And as you were talking about all the fronts that people are fighting for, this definitely has an effect on everyday people's lives on so many levels. Now, one of the things I find that's really cool about Democracy Awakening is that you have so many organizations that are a part of it. Yeah. This. Yep, that is true. At this, I think this week um, I heard that we've clo- we're have we close to 300 organizations that have endorsed the Democracy Awakening 
And that is across the spectrum from groups that work on climate change to groups that work on LGBTQ issues to labor unions. It is across the board. Um, as I said, folks are recognizing that we need a democracy that works for us. Indeed, indeed. Now, with Democracy Awakening, um, we have three days that look very full of um, all kinds of events and ways that people can be involved, whether, as you said, you're a first-time person, even remotely paying attention to politics, to the season activist. Can you break down some of the programming that will be going on this weekend? Absolutely. So we have a full three days planned on Saturday we're starting off with a series of democracy awakening trainings and workshops. You can come to learn about how social justice issues, how the criminal justice system, how environment and fossil fuel money in politics, how all these different issues relate and how we need a functioning democracy. And that means not just protecting the right to vote. That means not just voting rights. We don't have people whose votes are suppressed, but that means getting money out of politics. We're, there's a full set of workshops that, that illustrate how all of these issues are tied together and how we're creating this movement across movements to bring us together for a real democracy. And on Saturday night, there's going to be some programming. There will be a training on nonviolent direct action because that is a part of what we are doing and a part of what we need to do to make a democracy that works for us. And then, of course, on Saturday night, you can't have a mobilization happen without a party. So the party happening on Saturday night. Then on Sunday is the day that we're coming together for a family-friendly rally at the Capitol, and we will march around Capitol Hill. We will march around the Capitol building, around the People's House, and it's a family-friendly day. Everybody is welcome, absolutely for sure. Same thing, that Sunday night, we're also doing a training on nonviolent direct action. Um, to get us prepped for the event that's happening on Monday, which is a civil disobedience. It's a nonviolent direct action. We'll be peacefully sitting in on Capitol Hill to say that, you know, it's about time. The system right now is not working for us, so we need to take action so that we can make sure that it does. Okay, so definitely a very full weekend of events. Full and- weekend. Hands-on learning, which is something that is um, really cool, because I think people are like, I want to take action, but don't necessarily know how to do it, especially in an efficient way. So mm-hmm. offering the workshop in is um, definitely a great thing. Now, when people are talking mm-hmm. about the democracy awakening demands, um, can we just break down what some of those demands are, since we know ultimately you know, people can protest in the street and, and do stuff on the inside and all that, but at least the system we currently have right now, we got to have certain stuff that passes that actually keeps this, these changes concrete. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are a couple of specific bills sitting in Congress that we are asking get passed and get passed right now. And those are bills that focus on protecting the right to vote, so restoring the Voting Rights Act that was gutted by the Supreme Court a couple of years ago, uh, making sure that vo- voting is actually easier for people. You know, it shouldn't be hard to vote in a democracy, as well as bills that focus on creating a public financing system for our elections so that you don't have to be a billionaire or no billionaires to be able to run for office and have your voice heard in our democracy. Those are the two big focuses around voting rights, around money in politics. There are bills sitting in Congress right now that Congress could pass, and that's part of what we're asking them to do. 
And at the same time, we're also asking that the folks up on Capitol Hill, the folks in Congress, do their job, because right now we have a vacancy on the mm -hmm. Supreme Court. There is an empty seat right there. And we're asking Congress to do its job to fairly consider a nominee so that that spot, you know, on the one of our three branches of government, uh, that that spot gets filled in a timely matter. Yeah, definitely all things that we need to have, especially the Supreme Court vacancy, because I'm in my 30s and I've never seen anything like this in it's all ridiculous. of my life. It's, it's it super ridiculous. It is ridiculous. <laughs> and um, one of the things I think that is really cool that you're bringing up is that this is stuff that's already sitting there. It's not even asking, at least at the moment, to create new bills. Mm -mm. These bills are nope. already in process, but they're essentially stalled. Exactly. Yep. A lot of this stuff, it's, you know, the solutions are there. The solutions are there. We don't need to create a public financing system that works. Those solutions are there. They're sitting there. We don't need to figure out how to make sure that everybody gets to vote and their vote is counted. Those solutions are there. All it takes is Congress passing those bills. And I don't know if this is putting you on the spot or whatever, but why do you think none of these things are passing? Well, I think, you know, we've... We, we are working with a system that right now is not working for the people. So despite the fact that more than 90% of the population of this country, 90%, there, that is an unparalleled amount of agreement on an issue, thinks that there is too much money in politics, that their voices are not represented. Um, despite the fact that we have 90% of agreement on that issue across party lines, you know, that bill, those bills, those fixes, those overturning Citizens United that is not moving forward. Same thing with voting rights. Uh, the Voting Rights Act passed in 1965, more than 60 years ago. Uh, those protections to the, the, the protections to the right to vote that the civil rights movement fought for and folks died for, uh, those right, you know, protections to the right to vote were stripped away by a Supreme Court decision a couple of years ago. And so, you know, right now, what we think it's going to take is a massive movement of people to stand up and say, you know what, that is not okay. We live in a democracy, and that democracy needs to be one that is of, by, and for the people. And that is definitely a fact and said in such a nice, succinct way, which I definitely um, appreciate. <laughs> Now, with some um, democracy awakening events, let's, let's say you have people just there like, wow, I am nowhere near D.C. Are there events happening throughout the nation during this weekend? The main events are happening here in D.C., but that said, that doesn't mean you can't participate and that doesn't mean that you can't support if you're not in D.C. A um, really great way to do that is to share spread the word, be on social media. We need to make sure that this movement is reaching everybody in this country because it impacts everybody in this country. Okay, so there are multiple ways one could be involved. And by any chance, if you are from another state, is there any kind of transportation, like in terms of buses or stuff, if people do want to come down to D.C. for the weekend? Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. There is a... Uh, there, is, there are a number of buses coming from around the... East Coast. I think the, the the furthest that I know that there are folks coming in from is Florida. Mm -hmm. There are also a bunch of buses coming in from New York. There is an entire uh, page on the democracyawakening.org website that is dedicated to transportation. So if you don't have yourself a bus ticket yet, you can go to democracyawakening.org, look up that transportation page, and find information about the buses 
and find the ride board. So if you can't get a seat on the bus, you can post on that ride board and catch yourself a ride to D.C. Okay, so everybody who's listening to this right now, you, there is are multiple ways to get down here for this um, weekend full of activity to try to make this country better, which is ultimately the entire goal of all mm-hmm. kinds of protests and what have you. Now, I know there's at the moment, as you just um, stated earlier in the interview, about 300 organizations that are down with Democracy Awakening so far. For those organizations who might be there like, wow, I might just be hearing about this or I just got stuff lost in the shuffle and they still want to mm-hmm. be a part of this, how can they um, join in? How can they be part of mobilizing Absolutely. people, getting folks together? Yeah, that is a great question. You know, you don't have to be an organization to mobilize people. You don't have to have your, you know, name flashed in lights across the front of the website. You know, that it's, it's going to take everybody to create a democracy that works for the people. So if at this point is the first time you're hearing about Democracy Awakening, best thing to do is to come to D.C. to check out democracyawakening.org, to bring your friends, There are so many options of ways to get involved, whether it's coming to the teach-ins and the trainings that are happening on Saturday, the march and the rally that's happening on Sunday, or the nonviolent direct action, that peaceful civil disobedience that's happening on Monday. Um, Just join in, and all the info that you would ever need to find about how to do that is right there on the website, democracyawakening.org. All right, and I'm just we are covering so much in this short period of time. I'm trying to think of anything else um that we can go ahead and ask. Oh, and if people want to be able to make monetary donations, is that available via the website? Since you know we live in a capitalist society, love it or hate it, you know everything needs money to to run and function decently. Everything, yep. That you said it. You said it right there. And that is actually a question I do not know the answer to. I do not know if there's a donate button on the web page, but if there is one, um, yeah, it takes money to put these kind of events on. We want to make sure that everybody who um, who wants to participate can. Uh, but for right now, I think the, the number one ask is just, if you can be there, come and be a part of it. If you can't be there, make sure you spread the word. All right. And lastly, there are a lot of um, people who are going to be at the rally for democracy on Sunday Mm -hmm. for the nice, um, big, family-friendly event. Um, Can we just break down some of the people who are coming through? Since you have people from all types of movements and entertainment and more who are going to be representing. Yes, that is so true. There is a fantastic program that is lined up for the rally, the family-friendly rally on Sunday. Uh, Sweet Honey and the Rock is going to play. That may be a name that is known to folks out there listening. Um, and we're very excited to have them joining us on Sunday. And then folks who are speaking range everyone from, um, from activists to movement leaders. Uh, Cornell Brooks, president of the NAACP, will be speaking. Annie Leonard, head of Greenpeace, is going to be speaking there heads of the labor movement. It is, this is, I cannot emphasize enough how much this is a coming together of movements of people working on different issues because we all recognize that the way that we're going to make progress on any of the things that we care about is by coming together. Definitely. And even if you go on the website, if I'm remembering properly, since you have people talking about, well, you know, protest is scary. I might get arrested. There's a lot of people who have a quote unquote name who are going to be 
at some of these events doing nonviolent protests. So it's not going to be just only you on the front lines and what oh, have no if you decide to do so. And I thought that was kind of cool. I want to say that they're like, yeah, um, we're not just here to like, you know, look pretty and be on the microphone and, and just walk go away. This is going to be an ongoing thing. That's and, right. And, yep. um, yeah. Yeah. The sun, I mean, if you, if you want to come out on Sunday for the family friendly piece, you know, no risk of arrest. This is a, you know, a rally and a march. It's all permitted. Um, that is definitely something that is there and available for folks. Um, the Monday, the 18th, that is when people who are willing to and willing and able to step forward and risk arrest are doing so. And there's also a huge need for supporters who are not able to risk arrest to be there and support the people that can, because it really is going to it really is going to take a movement. It does. It will take all of us to make this happen. Indeed. And for um, people who are in my current area right now, we have well. Not through, unfortunately, mainstream um, media, but through other media, we have um, seen, which is a whole other rant for another part of the show, um, we Mm -hmm. have um, seen that literally hundreds of people have been arrested already via Democracy Spring. Mm-hmm. And you yeah, haven't heard anything about violence or anything like that. They're just being arrested for letting their voice be heard. No, this is very peaceful. There is a pledge of nonviolence that people are taking. This is this is we are we are risking arrest to demonstrate the seriousness of this issue. This is serious business. This is about a democracy that's supposed to work for the people, and we are taking action so that it does work for the people. So very very peaceful demeanor, steely-eyed resolve um, for the folks who are risking arrest, whether that's been through the Democracy Spring events this week um, and the Democracy Awakening that is happening on. Um, over the weekend. Um, but this is, you know, this is serious business and, and some folks are stepping forward to risk arrest um, and others are participating in ways that don't risk arrest, but that are just as important. All right. And lastly, since we didn't get into that at the beginning, what made you personally get involved with activism at large, much less um, democracy awakening? Oh my goodness. That goes back a long time to uh, actually the year 2000. This is me, my personal story right here. In 2000, the year 2000, I was watching the presidential election. And I don't know if y'all remember, but there was that whole issue where people's votes were not counted. They were not counted properly. Um, the Supreme Court made a decision that, you know, essentially determined the fate of that presidential election in 2000. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was just so shocking. That was that was like such a shocking issue that actually our democracy didn't work the way that I was taught that it was supposed to work in school. And um, and that motivated me to become an activist. And since then, you know, there's there's been for me a whole process of learning about how our democracy works, how it doesn't work. And what's really been clear for me through all of that is that it's going to take action from people who care, from people who care about having their voices heard. Um, it's going to take action to make our democracy actually live up to its promise. All right. I always like hearing how people get involved because I hear all the passion in your voice. I'm like, there had to have been a spark mm-hmm. that got you. There was this. a spark. There was a spark. And um, I was actually, that was my first election. I actually voted for the presidency. So like yourself, I was mm. like, yeah, this is not exactly 
how I was like, told things are supposed wait, to work. Wait, what? Exactly. Wait, what? Whereas, like, <laughs> I was I was actually in college at the time. Like, I remember I wrote a paper because I was up late that night. I was like, oh, so-and-so won. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Go to sleep. Wake up in the morning. We don't know who won. What the hell? That's yeah. not how this mm-hmm. is supposed to work. And exactly shenanigans from the... God, this makes me sound old talking about this now. <laughs> from um, <laughs> talking about the paper ballads and hanging chads and the hanging chads. Yeah, it's like this Every- is not what we taught in <laughs> civics class, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the you know the whole the people in Florida, you know, the next election it was the people in Ohio. Voter suppression is a real issue, and we're seeing that play out today in today's election. This is the first. This this blows my mind. This is the first presidential election since 1964 that that we have fewer protections to the right to vote than we did back in 1964. So, you know, places like you saw Arizona that just had their primary a couple weeks ago where there were lines out the door, polling places were closed, there were fewer polling places for more people to be able to vote. All of that kind of stuff is happening. Those loss of protections to the right to vote is because we don't have the protections of the Voting Rights Act. Because that was struck down by those protections were struck down by the Supreme Court a couple of years ago. And that is a big piece of what the democracy awakening is all about. So, you know, we're seeing these issues play out before our eyes right now. We saw them play out in 2000. Mm-hmm. We saw them play out. We're seeing them play out now. Um, and that's, you know, that's one thing that's really inspiring to me is that this movement is coming together. You know, folks that are working on workers' rights, people that are organizing for a livable wage, people that are organizing for climate justice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's everybody. We're realizing we're in the same boat. We have to have a boat that works for us. Indeed, indeed. Well, I'm definitely glad that all of you guys put together Democracy Awakening. I'm looking forward to seeing how all the events go through and play out, not just throughout this weekend, which for those who are listening is going to be April 16th to the 18th, but beyond because ultimately this has to continue on to make oh, a yeah. difference. And from oh, yeah. educational standpoint on, and onwards, you know, this should be able to help train a lot of people in terms of mm-hmm. being constructive with their particular brands of activism. And again, 300 groups are together. You can't get 300 people to agree on certain things. <laughs> Sometimes you can't get three people to agree on certain things. So to have all this together, and I'm looking on my tablet right now, we're doing an interview and looking through the site. It is definitely a disparate group Oh yeah. of organizations. Oh, so yeah. it's not just, you know, quote unquote leftist or, you know, progressives or whatever it's a whole lot of different folks who are just there like something ain't right and we got to get this together so we can maybe disagree on certain stuff later on but we all know that things are not proper right now when you see everybody from u.s perg to greenpeace to a literal group who call themselves rebels talking about hey this ain't right (laughs) this means (laughs) that you know we got to get some stuff together and make some good moves. So, again, definitely thank you for taking out your time with um talking to us about Democracy Awakening. And for everybody My pleasure. Who, no problem at all. And um, on the site, uh, as we've been talking about, there's so much information in terms of what's going to be going on in detail, all the people going to be coming through to speak, how to find transportation. If you're like, I'm in so-and-so area, I want to see if a bus is coming through, how you can take action at home because – People try to make fun of, quote unquote, hashtag activism. But, you know, with our current society and our current corporate media structure, 
you got to find a way to get more attention to yourself. So mm-hmm. when people see these trends, that makes a big difference. And of course, how to volunteer to help people out on top of the programming and stuff is right there with the social media links. And yes, there is a donate button for people who are like, I All right. Thing. So you want to be able to put some money towards that. And I think that goes towards public, yep, that goes towards a um, public citizen who does a whole lot of stuff in general in terms of various causes here in the States. Um, people can check that out. Fellow press people, you can find out information about what's going on. Um, you know, the logistics and besides transportation, if you're trying to get some housing, that's on there too. And list of nationwide yes, it is. and um, plenty more. And just a breakdown about, again, what Democracy Awakening is about. So democracy spring into democracy awakening into who knows what else, hopefully a better America. So, yep. Again, I'm Rachel. Definitely thank you for being on board um, with our interview. And for all of our listeners of the Fusebox Radio broadcast and our show notes on blackradioisback.com, you're going to be able to have the links to all the democracy awakening stuff to go on ahead and check out and for all of our wonderful podcast listeners you're going to be able to go ahead and check out our show notes um, our links to the show and you can always check us out via your favorite podcast service of choice itunes stitcher tune in radio audio search podbean player fm and plenty plenty more and we're going to be continuing our wave here of it's not just all presidential election type of interviews, but things that are just tied into how our system works and how it needs to be fixed here in 2016 and beyond. So as always, you can check out what's going on with the Fusebox Radio broadcast family at our official website, FuseboxRadioOnline.com, our official blog site, BlackRadioIsBack.com, and our various social media sites. Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show, Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, and Instagram.com slash Fusebox Radio. And as we always say, you don't got to like or love everything that we talk about on the show or agree with it, but if it sparks your mind to think a little bit, do a little bit of research and talk to other folks, just to get beyond the box that people want to put you in mentally, then as quality independent media and as quality black media, we have done our job. So one way or the other, guys, we got to get this democracy to actually be a democracy here in the United States. So democracyawakening.org, democracy awakening in your mind, and all that good stuff. So this is the Fusebox Radio broadcast, bringing the balance back to black radio. All right, peace. You can listen to the Fusebox Radio broadcast via iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Podcast Addict, and your other favorite podcast players. Check out the Fusebox Radio's official website for our latest episodes, events, and more at FuseboxRadioOnline.com. You can also visit us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show, Twitter at Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, and Instagram at Instagram.com slash Fusebox Radio. Feel free to contact us at FuseboxRadio at gmail.com to submit music for airplay consideration, 